Okay, now uh, we have... Uh, Congressman Lee Zeldin, also a Republican candidate for New York governor. Congressman Zeldin, how are you, sir? I'm doing great. It's good to be with you all. Well, I understand uh, you have uh, some uh, new polls. Yeah, actually, you know, we're, we're coming straight to the Cats Roundtable with the uh, the exclusive. We just got out of the field in our Republican Party primary poll. So we, have to uh, we were in the field May 24th and 25th. So earlier this week, uh, 600 likely Republican Party primary voters and a margin of error of 4%. Uh, maintaining a 23-point lead, uh, we came in at 41% in the poll. The next closest competitor was at 18%. So uh, we're excited because, you know, this primary is its just a month from tomorrow. It's going to come up quickly. We've been campaigning hard. I'm in Buffalo now. Uh, we're all in. We can't possibly be outworked, and the support has been amazing. And uh, and I wanted to share the good news first with the Cats Roundtable. Well, thank you so much for the exclusive. And uh, and uh, you're in Buffalo. You're going to be out in this Memorial Day weekend. Tell us, you're a veteran. Tell us about the Memorial Day and what you're feeling in your heart and which and and uh, when you're out there fighting. We live in the greatest country in the history of the world, and the reason why we are able to live in this great nation, it's not because of anybody who is in government today. It's because of generations who came before us who paid the ultimate sacrifice in defense of our freedom, our liberty, our flag, our constitution. Memorial Day is not about the beach. It's not about the sales. It's not about the barbecue. It's good that we find an opportunity to get together with community and to enjoy our freedom this weekend. That actually is something that we should be finding this opportunity to do this weekend, but we also need to keep in perspective what it's really all about. And the men and women who raised their hand to serve gave up their life for all of us. We can never finish trying to repay our gratitude and respect our admiration for what they did for all of us. And, uh, you know, with, with that with that heavy heart of all of those lost lives through the years and the generations and the courage and the sacrifice, uh, let's also enjoy the weekend because I think that's what these fallen heroes would want. Congressman Ed Cox here. Now, you serve with an airborne unit abroad. What did you learn from that experience? I was serving with people who were the best of the best, and they were there not just uh, – they weren't there for money or rank or fame or fortune. They served because they believe in a cause greater than themselves. And it was an honor to try to wear the same shoes of those who came before me. And, uh, I mean, I lived the seven Army values, loyalty, duty, respect, selfless service, honor, integrity, personal courage. I think that we need more people in government who have who served in the military. Uh, right after World War II, Congress was almost 100% made up of veterans. After Vietnam, it was just over three quarters, and now the number is less than one in five. Uh, it, I would encourage anyone out there, if you're a veteran uh, and you're willing to do it, to stand up uh, and to continue your service in, in more ways, because uh, I think our country needs good leaders, because there are other people who are stepping up, and some people have gotten elected to Congress and state state legislature here in New York, and you kind of scratch your head and wonder how they got elected and what they're doing there. 
We need some more good people to stand up. Well, you you were serving in Congress. You had several terms, and you're getting some seniority, and it's pretty clear we're going to be in the majority again. Republicans are going to be in the majority. Yet you decided you'd leave Congress to run for governor. Why would you do that? We have to save our state. This is it. If you care about crime and public safety, you want to back the blue. If you're concerned about affordability and taxes and, and opportunity, whether it's your son or daughter's education or it's restrictions on individual freedom and not respecting liberty. The list is long of ways that this state capital with one-party Democrat rule, supermajorities in the Assembly and Senate, outsized power of people who self-describe as socialists, and AOC is trying to get a whole bunch more of them elected. We need balance. We need common sense. We have to save our state, and I'm all in to get it done. Lee, uh, Anthony Weiner, you and I didn't uh, serve uh, with one another. And frankly, I'm kind of rooting for the other guy. I think he'd be easier to beat than you would be. But on the polling, I'm just curious if you have any insight into that Zogby poll that came out. Was there a methodology problem that they uh, had or was he, you know, sometimes he's known for putting his finger on a scale for a particular candidate. He's kind of infamous for that. But um, there was another poll that uh, at least one host around here has been touting. Can you tell us a little bit about why that one was off? Yeah, I mean, I'll tell you, it's, it's 100% fake. It's a, it's a BS poll, to be honest. It's not within a galaxy of accurate. Uh, it is one of those thumb-on-scale type polls. Uh, what we do when we, uh, when we conduct our polls is that we reach out to people who uh, are Republican Party primary voters, and we make sure they're planning on voting in the Republican Party primary. And the, we do the sample all throughout the entire state and geographically and gender and all sorts of other factors to make sure that that's right. But what they do is they, you know, they, they, they have this like online portal platform, and you have people filling it out who you can't even confirm that they're in fact a Republican Party primary voter. And it's just a, a bizarre way of conducting it, but it helps achieve the result of, you know, trying to, to put your finger down, uh, your thumb down on the scale and get a desired result. Uh, but, you know, listen, the, the reality has been different. All the other polls that have recently come out, regardless of whether it's a poll that's come out from my campaign or polls that have come out from others, Emerson College and PIX11 just came out with a poll uh, earlier this month that had me up eight in their poll. Uh, so, yeah, no, that was that, that's unfortunate. But, uh, you know, as you know, that kind of comes with the territory that people play games and yes. it just, it's, Congressman, it's, it's we have to take a, it's accurate. Congressman, uh, we have to take a break uh, and uh, and good luck. And uh, it's going to be a wonderful weekend. I hope you do a lot of campaigning. God bless you and God bless America. Thank you so much. Uh, take care, everybody. Thank you. And uh, let's take a break. And when we come back, we have Paul Lounces talking about the economy. Oh, oh, excuse me, Nicole Jolinas. Oh, I thought Paul we were... Lounces is coming on after. Okay, so Nicole we'll... Jolinas, and and she's going to talk about subway subway safety, crime, are workers ready to come back to the office, and of course, Dr. Peter Mikolos, our Renaissance uh, medical genius. Keep it right here, take, cats take at a break. night. 